You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. second here i gotta i gotta fix my camera what, what's going on here let's see there should be a little bit better there. i don't know i started in black and white it was weird what uh well good morning how you doing how's it going how you feeling what are you doing i am just waking up no i'm kidding i've been up since five and uh yeah as you can see i'm all alone today mr Beaver is in transit as we speak. He had to board a bus at 6.15 this morning to get back here to Ottawa. Oh, we're getting a bit of an echo there. I got I got my monitors up in the background because I was listening to something a minute ago. Apologies for that. I don't want to give you an echo. I just want to give you a good show. And um, let me just get this rolling right here. There we go. There's the scrolling Chiron for this morning to greet you and give you a simple fact that you may not have known about. That's what I'm all about. Stupid trivia that won't earn you a living, but is interesting for coffee talk or chatter around a pub. Oh, that's good coffee. I need a good cup of coffee first thing in the morning because I need to get that old heart started and up and running. So I have a couple of things I do want to talk about this morning. Of course, let's let's address, um, I don't know, would you call it the elephant in the room or, or just... Yeah, it is what it is. My, uh, what's going on here with my camera? My feed seems to be a little bit weird this morning, and I don't know why that is. Camera's a little bit blurry. Oh, well. So the Bruins lost last night. The uh, Leafs play tonight. And, well, there's 
this asshole who I don't know if you saw this, but let's run this right now, shall we? This is from our friend Lisa in Alberta. I love her commentary. Check this out. Oops. I gotta, I gotta get it straight here. Let me go. There we you go. know what your day is missing. You know what you didn't think you needed today? A musical interlude. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the soothing sounds of Pierre Poilievre. Their housing costs have doubled and crime is ravaging through our streets. And what is he going to do today? Well, start spreading the news. He's leaving today. <laughs> he wants to be a part of it. New York, New York. <laughs> Not the honorable members. That singing is not allowed. Whether it's good or bad, it's not allowed. Oh, the dulcet tones of Pierre in Parliament, in a procedurally driven meeting of representatives of Canadian people. This pinecone thought it would be good to break out into song. What is it with conservatives and their gimmicky presentation of almost arguments or facts? But what was he so upset about? Is Justin going on another vacation? Nope. He's going to a global citizen summit. For work. Because that's sometimes what world leaders do. Maybe Pierre is just upset he's going because of the topic of this summit. Looks like they'll be talking about sustainable development and human rights. The absolute fucking horror. Now, as someone who went on and on and on about human rights in the last three years. Well, human rights for some, not for all. Mm. What's the problem with JT going to a summit? Just because you've already peaked and will never see the summit of anything. Dude's still got to work. And I know you're going to try and spin it like you have some kind of concern for the federal workers that are striking. But if you know anything about bargaining and strikes, it's rarely the top boss that sits at the table. Bosses have people for that. Bosses still going to boss when there's a strike. You don't care about federal workers anyway. But this whole amateur night at the local pub that you put on in Parliament... It's very reminiscent of when that donkey cracked a beer at the Alberta Ledge. In session. Speaker wasn't happy about that. And your speaker wasn't happy about you singing. There's got to be some sort of conservative playbook that they all read when they actually get into a position on how to poorly present an argument while simultaneously being disrespectful to the process. You guys may want to revise that edition. Because it's not cute. But even worse than the singing was the laughing. You've got good benefits. Pick up an inhaler. Oh, Lisa, she sums it up so nicely, doesn't she? These are not serious people. They, they, they are not serious people. They do not have your concerns, your welfare, or your life in mind. They don't give a shit about you. They don't. All they want, and I've said it time and time again, and I will say it until the cows come home, which is never, because they're never going to come home. They only care about power and money, and how to get both. They don't give a damn about you. They will make jokes in the House of Commons. They will violate every uh, rule to try and get a silly point across, and they are silly points because, you know, here's, here's the thing. A, a gentleman posted this, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Um, does Polly F commit to not visiting New York if he's PM? Does he commit to not using government aircraft for travel? Does he commit to not taking vacations? If not, he should shut his smarmy yap. That's at Cbin Van. 
Christopher Byrne. And I fully agree with that. And here's another little fact and tidbit for you. Hypocrisy, thy name is conservative. Stephen Harper took a Challenger jet on 113 trips between April 2011 and February 24. That's less than three years. At a cost of approximately $1.8 million, according to the flight manifests. I just, I just, I, some days, some days I just, I, I really want to smack somebody. Again, wanting to do it and following through, two different things. You want to do it, you feel like doing it, you have the right to feel that way. You don't act upon it, ever. It's not good to hit people. Unless you're a boxer, a football player, or you're on the ice and you're playing for the Stanley Cup. The Bruins lost last night. How's that working out? Lost in overtime, as I understand it. I haven't got all the scores yet because I've been kind of busy getting this ready. And, well, quite frankly, um, yeah, that's right. You can punch Nazis or slap Nazis. And that one, that I give you full permission to do that. Uh, matter of fact, I recommend that you do that. Thanks, Jim, for reminding me. That is, uh, if you look on Twitter, that is part of my, uh, my bio. It's chaos, be kind, except for Nazis. Punch them. Because they don't want many people to even exist or, or have some semblance of a life. Horrible people need to, uh, need to pay for their, their crimes. There's something else here that I found rather interesting this morning. Let's see if I can find it. I had this earlier, but I can't. I don't know what happened to the clip. You know that uh, the Freedom Convoy trial is going to be coming up soon. And, well, here's the interesting thing about that. Both uh, Randers and uh, Rat King wanted to have the trial in a place other than Ottawa because they felt... I don't know, the jury and maybe the judge and we don't have an executioner, thank goodness, because death penalty is not a good thing. But they felt that they should have it, um, oh, I don't know, somewhere other than Ottawa, you know, the scene of the crimes. Well, they have to learn something. They are going to be tried in front of a jury of their peers. Do they have peers? I know that that's just how it, that's how you call it. That's how you say it. That's what it's called. A jury of their peers. At the scene of the crime, right here in Ottawa, which I think is just perfect. It's exactly how it should be. You did it here. You should pay for it here. I mean, that's only fair. You were the one who disrupted our lives for three plus weeks. What, Candace Owens took on Lizzo? Oh, wow. They really are going after the wrong people, aren't they? Between Pink and Lizzo, that should be enough to, I don't know, shut them up. It won't. They'll keep harping, think they have a reason and a, and a rhyme and permission, but let's face it, that is just not cool. Candace Owens, you're, you're grift, and we know it's a grift. 
because uh, there was a point in time in your life when you were not this person, but you discovered that rage farming and hatred uh, towards others would net you money because as the saying goes, there's one born every minute. Now that P.T. Barnum has been credited with that, but apparently he never actually said it. But there is a sucker born every minute, and especially when it comes to the raging uh, right who get grifted all the time. You sent me the DM? Okay, thanks, Ellen. Yeah, I just see the message popping up now. And let me just pull this up. Okay, here we are. Well, this should be interesting. I will put this on the screen right away. Give me a minute while it loads. And, um, okay. Here we go. I have got this loaded up. Let me just put it on the screen so you can see it. This is Candace Owens going after Lizzo. On it's Lizzo's 35th birthday today. Oh, man. Candace is about to get her ass handed to her, isn't she? Isn't she? It's kind of sweet when you see the comeuppance come up. Here we go. Let's see her. Let's listen to Candace. Absolutely disgusting. It is now appropriate, if you are a person who enjoyed Lizzo's music, for you to stop listening to her. Because when you have such little respect for dead nine-year-olds, so as to say that the only way that I can show my caring is to fly down and support the mindset of the shooter, you honestly should be reserved a special place in hell. I believe that. I'm sickened by Lizzo. I'm sickened by Kelsey Ballerini. I just cannot even make sense of how completely screwed up your mind has to be to think this way. So... Let me tell you something about the great state of Tennessee, Lizzo. It's red. It's getting redder. It's about as red as it can possibly get. Nobody gives a damn if you come down here to give a concert with drag queens. Our laws are going to be more aggressively against these sick, perverted individuals. That's how we feel down here. So enjoy your stay and then get the hell out. Well, Candace Owens hating on drag queens. I don't know what she was talking about at the beginning. No idea. Uh, sounds weird, but then again, Candace makes up shit all the time, so... Eh. I don't know what she's going on about with Lizzo, but I think she's she's definitely gone after the wrong person because, oh, oh boy. So Seattle Kraken have advanced to the second round of the playoffs in the Stanley Cup. I'm going to see if I can find some news here on Lizzo. Happy 35th birthday to Emmy and Grammy winner Lizzo. Yeah, she, okay, here it is. Uh, Lizzo protests Tennessee drag ban inviting drag queens on stage in Knoxville. Okay, let's see. I think there's a video here. It's on the Instagram. Yep, there is a video. Okay. Here's the problem with, with, um, with uh, Instagram, though. It, it just starts playing automatically, and it's hard to... And it's hard to uh, get the sound up. And give me a second here while I put this clip on screen. And hopefully none of us, none of this takes us down. But we'll see. We'll see. These are clips on TikTok and Instagram. So they are fair play, I believe, for the world to see. Let's try this. Of recent and tragic events and current events, I was told by people on the internet, cancel your shows in Tennessee. Don't go to Tennessee. So why... Would I not come to the people who need to hear this message the most? The people who need to feel this release the most? Why would I not create a safe space in Tennessee where we can celebrate drag? 
living hope. So thank you so much for standing up for your rights, protecting each other, and holding the people accountable who should be protecting us. In light of recent... Wow. Well, Lizzo gonna Lizzo, and she is a young lady that you do not mess with. I say young lady because I'm like 20 years older than her, so no, no. Um, she, uh, you've, you've really gone after the wrong person here, Candace, and you have to understand the state of Tennessee is not a democracy, as, as shown just recently when they ousted um, two young black men because they took 15 seconds of time out to stand with children that were protesting the gun laws in that state. The white woman didn't get reprimanded or booted, but the two young black men did because racism to begin with. So Tennessee is, uh, sure, Candace, it's red, like you said, but guess what? It's also not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. It's fascism. It's uh, about to find out because it's, it's, it's F-aid long enough. It's about to F-O now. And when you come for Lizzo, you best be prepared because guess what? She doesn't take prisoners. And she doesn't take kindly to idiots who will besmirch her or her people. She makes a play, thanks Jim, she makes a play to stay educated and stay outraged about injustice and gun violence. Well, another reason to love Lizzo. Not only is she a, an incredibly talented flautist and a ridiculous performer, an incredible songwriter, a pop songwriter, a voice for young black women, a voice for women of size. Uh, like, she's checking off all the boxes. And Candace, oh, Candace Owens, you're just, you're just wading into waters that you, mm. it, well, that's another thing too, right, Ellen? A black woman going after another black woman. Candace, I don't, look, I'm not going to wade into the, 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 the racial issue about Candace Owens because I'm a white male. I'm an old white male. So I'm not, I'm not going to discuss that. But a black woman going after another black woman is just, I don't understand. And it's a black woman going after a black woman who is standing up for minorities. Uh, drag, drag queens are not a majority factor in, in any space in life. It's a very small percentage of the population in North America that are drag performers. So that's a minority group, and she's standing up for their rights to exist and perform their art, which, by the way, if you've never been to a drag show, if you find yourself in Ottawa this summer, in the Byward Market on Saturday nights around 6 or 7 p.m., I can't remember, the Lookout Bar has a stage that they put on their patio and have drag performers perform in drag uh, prior to their late night shows that go well into the evening. So if you're a little bit nervous about going into the bar, you can just sit on the patio, have a beer and watch the show or stand around on the street like hundreds of people do and watch and enjoy because they're always enjoyable. Now, I'm wondering if we're going to see people protest this summer because guess what? I'll be there telling them exactly where to go take their protest elsewhere you don't like it don't look at it simple as that you don't like drag don't go to a drag show don't like abortion don't get one stop telling people how to live 
And am I telling you how to live? No, I'm telling you how to not disrupt the lives of others. I'm not pontificating on how you should uh, exist and live your life, but I am telling you, you should not be telling others how to live theirs. Does that make me a hypocrite? I don't know. You decide. That's your decision to make. I just think we shouldn't be telling others how to exist in this space. And punch Nazis. Feel free to do that. You are right about that, Tim. Um, and and I, I can talk about that. She has no morals. She will do whatever will make her money by outraging people. And she's a rage farmer. And raging rage farmers make money. They make a lot of money. They wouldn't do it if there wasn't money in it. Because like I said, she was not always like this. She found out that the grift was good when she could rage farm. Why do you think, look, look, they talk about the tolerant left. And I'd like to think that there is a certain amount of tolerance within the left. Although the extreme left are intolerant bastards and I don't want them any more than I want the extreme right. Extremes on either side is not healthy for anybody. That's why Canada is a mostly very centrist country, whether we're a little to the left or a little to the right. Most citizens in this country are a little on either side of that line. And a lot of my old conservative buddies, we, we completely 100% agree on a lot of policies and a lot of political things that we discuss because we're Canadians and we are very centrist as a nation. We always have been. It's only in the last few years that the wedge issue being driven to split us apart by the Reform Party, Reform in name only, or Conservative in name only, the Reform Party, the former Reform Party. I got a whisker hanging out there and that's driving me nuts right there. I can't seem to find it. Oh, well, there we go. I got it. <laughs> that's OCD is what that is, my friends. I have obsessive compulsive disorder, ADHD, anxiety and depression. We could make a song out of that. Maybe a rap song. I, I can't rap, but uh, maybe James. Maybe James could come up with a rap about that. We'll drop all the, uh, all the letters in there. I guess you could say I'm a member of an alphabet mafia too, just a slightly different one. We don't have a flag. We just have pharmacology. You may have noticed that I put Jim Croce's name in the... Um, in the descriptor for this morning, because uh, well, for some reason he was he was uh, trending last night and again this morning. I don't know why he's trending in Canada. Um, he dry, he died in uh, September twentieth, nineteen seventy three. It'll be fifty years this September since he was killed in a plane crash, which was way too young because he was such a, an incredibly talented musician. And well. <sighs> My favorite song by Jim Croce is I Got a Name. And if you listen to it, you may recognize, uh, may recognize a lick in that song that sounds very familiar. It's because Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. I think I discussed this the other day. I don't know. Got so many shows on the go. Anyway, that, that lick is in there and it's a great song and I love Jim Croce. Yeah, you're right about that too, Jim. Um, Ronald Reagan started the uh, radical right-wing extremism extremism uh he, well he didn't start it but he did ratchet it up but you got to remember though in the 60s when huey walker no huey newton sorry huey newton uh, along with the rest of the black panther party walked into the california state legislature and walked at the streets of sacramento 
where the state legislature is, I believe it's Sacramento, correct me if I'm wrong, please, uh, walk through the streets with uh, automatic weapons and semi-automatic weapons and shotguns uh, carrying them because their Second Amendment said they had the right to do that. Literally the very next day, Reagan changed the laws for open carry. You can't do this. You can't be carrying a weapon in public. People shouldn't be in this. It's because they were black people. So I say, if you want to get gun control in the United States of America, hand a an AR-15 to every black person over the age of 18. Let's Let's do something different, though. Let's train them on gun safety. Let's train them like we do in Canada on on the perils and, and the, the, the responsibilities of owning a weapon of mass death, because that's what it's designed for. So I say, let's, let's hand an AR-15 and I don't know what, a couple of 60 round clips out to every black person in the United States of America over the age of 18, after we have properly trained them on the handling of that weapon. And you watch how quickly carry laws will change. You watch how quickly they will change their gun laws. They will have gun reform. They will start to bring in some of the uh, mandatory background checks. Yeah, they have 60-round clips in the U.S. You can buy them easily. I'm just saying, send them out there. See what happens. I never said put, I said a 60-round clip. I never said there were any bullets in it. No cartridges. No projectiles. Magazine, yes, sorry, you're right. It's a magazine, not a clip. A 60-round magazine. Apologies, Christian. Um, you're right, guns don't use clips. It's a common vernacular. I made a mistake. It is a magazine, a 60-round magazine. Uh, but don't put anything in the magazine. Just put it into the gun. That would be enough to frighten people. I mean, I say that flippantly, but seriously, if if every single black person in the United States of America walk through the streets with an AR-15 with a 60-round magazine loaded into it, but there's not, no bullets in the gun. Of course, you know, we'd have police shootings go way up, of course, because, you know, oh my God, a black person with a gun, they'd immediately shoot him, which is uh, frightening in and of itself, which is probably why it won't happen. But, you know, it's it's merely a suggestion. You watch how quickly, like I said, when they did it in the 60s, when the Black Panther Party walked into the California state legislature with weapons, they changed the laws the next day. And it would happen again. But like I said, if you armed every black person in America over the age of 18 with an AR-15 and they walked the streets, suddenly the police would go on a rampage and shoot everybody. Tell me I'm wrong. I'd like to be wrong in this one. I really would. But, you know. Well, yes, of course, they, they, they paint everybody with the same broad stroke brush here. One trans shooter, they're trying to base the entire community on that one heinous act. Funny how they never, the, the, they didn't like to talk about the mental health of that person. And it was still a white person, right? So a white person with mental health issues who coincidentally happen to be trans, they're suddenly blaming it on the fact that the person is trans. One has nothing to do with the other. It's ridiculous. 
Okay. Uh, I am going to, I'm going to duck out cause I got to get into the office early today to take care of a few things. It's going to be a busy day for me at work as it usually is. I, I don't eat lunch when I'm at work. Well, some days I eat, some days I just, I don't have time to even eat, but I really three days a week, I don't take a lunch break because I don't have time and I'm okay with that because, uh, Hey, you know, um, I'm getting my job done, I'm keeping the clients happy. And that's important to me. A lot of things are important to me. And that's one of them. Doing a good job, being proud of it, taking pride in your work. There's nothing wrong with that. I know that pride is supposed to be one of the seven deadly sins, but if you do a good job, you should be proud of it. And in this day and age, if you want to get a promotion, if you want your work to be noticed, when you get a compliment from one of your peers, you need to send it to your bosses and let them know, see, I did a good job. See, I did a good job. Because if you don't point it out to them, no one else will. And that's weird because I come from the old school of thought where, you know, you do the good job and you will get rewarded for it. Times have changed. It's not like that anymore. You have to point out the good you did, which is weird. And I'm, it, I'm not still not comfortable with it, but I do it because it's necessary. Do a good job, get rewarded for it, but you need to tell the right people you did the good job because they won't notice otherwise. Okay, that's it for me for today. I want to thank our sponsors, um, the Miss Fiend Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, CanadianTarot.com, and the Peppermaster, where if you haven't checked out the Peppermaster, well, you're missing out. If you like the hot sauces, as I do, give the Peppermaster a check. They do have a, a website, and they are worth your time. They make uh, some great sauces for your, well, what do you want to put it in? You want to put it in your salt. You want to you want to add some heat to your wings, to your chicken, to your beef, to your sauces, to your spaghetti sauce, to your pasta sauce. I like a nice spicy pasta sauce. I put sriracha in mine from time to time. But the Pepper Master's got a Scotch bonnet sauce. Mm, perfecto. All righty, my friends. I am out of here for today. You can find us wherever you get your fine podcasts. And by the way. Uh, the audio versions, we're, we're going to start to, when we have the time, record little nuggets for audio, audio only stuff, little, little bits and pieces here as a bonus, just to pull some, some of you onto the, uh, the platform is what we're getting at. And if you can press that little subscribe button right there, we really would appreciate it. And if you want to donate to us, well, guess what? We have the TN uh, True, North, or True North Eager Beaver coffee page, which you can scan the QR code right here in the top uh, right-hand corner, left, I guess, if you're looking at it, right for me, left for you. And you can make a donation there to our coffee page, or you can just go straight to our coffee page at truenortheagerbeaver.com. And you can also send us email at truenortheagerbeavermedia. I believe that's what it is, truenortheagerbeaver at gmail.com truenortheagerbeaver at gmail.com. And please, like I said, subscribe to our YouTube page. We are on multiple platforms. Uh, we're, we, we're streaming on Cryer's Twitch media page, my personal Twitch media, the uh, Twitch page, sorry, Cryer media page. Uh, try that again, Paul. We're streaming on the Cryer media Twitch page, my personal Twitch page, my Facebook, my Twitter, Dean's Twitter, Cryer media Twitter, and YouTube. The Cryer Media YouTube channel is, is uh, being revamped as we speak, so we're not streaming there right now, but we're on about nine different platforms altogether. So 
please um, jump on into our YouTube channel and hit that little subscribe button right there in the corner. If you could, please, we really would appreciate it. That helps us helps us out a great deal because after all, we want to bring you a better show. And to bring you a better show, we need to raise some funds because this shit's expensive. <laughs> Production costs are expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow. You take care. And until that's time, until such time as we see you tomorrow, we'll have a nice long show. Mr. Beaver will be back as he, like I said, he's in transit right now. He'll be back tomorrow morning. We'll have some topics to discuss. And we're going to have our special guest, Jake, your old pal, Jake, from What You Can Do, from the What You Can Do podcast. Check him out. He's going to come in to add some commentary to what's going on south of the 49th parallel. United States of America. All right. See ya. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. that in post let's take a look outside shall we let's look i'd right i could do without the gloom but it's going to be warmer today so we'll take that see you tomorrow kids take care i'm jeff woods and i'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it he just was one of those people he, he stood out he was a magic guy he really was a magic guy all we all have force he had the same amount of force as we all have this was before led zeppelin robert was full on i mean he was led zeppelin without the band behind him he had the hair the jeans the whole thing you know and he was amazing the records and rock stars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts all the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com